0: The only true currency in this bankrupt world is what you share with someone else when you're uncool. She said that every living creature on Earth dies alone.
1: Hey. It's have no face. Hope is a good thing. Maybe the best of things. And no good thing ever dies. I
0: The more you know who you are and what you want, the less... Thing. I've had a rough yeah.
1: You want an unwritten life? I want an unwritten life. I just Don't know what
0: I'm supposed to be.
1: I think you just got to find something you love to do and then do it for the rest of your life. Conversation anyway. Is that funny?
0: Uh I don't. Know. I laughed. Is it that's what
1: she said. That's <laughs> 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 good. Um, I'm also having lunch. So, sorry, I'll try to be, I'm getting set up now, trying to make it so it's minimal noise. Me too, I'm having a smoothie with vegetables and fruit in it. I have my Bluetooth headphones on, but I think I'll take them off, so I'm not shooting into that. And we seem to be okay when we use my onboard mic, so I'm just going to do that. That's cool, with you?
0: Yeah, I couldn't find my mic. I'm using my work headset. I have everything else, but I I don't know what I did with my mic. Because I've most of my stuff is just
1: packed up in boxes. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I'm turning these off. It may take like a two second delay. Hold on one second. All right. Can you hear me? Yeah, actually that's a lot better. Yeah, you actually sound a lot better too. <laughs> it's funny, these things are so nice. These are like the beats like uh, wireless like little over the ear not not like the big ones but like the they're supposed to be for like exercise or whatever but co-workers sold them to me pre-covid for like 50 bucks and they're like 300 dollars headphones um and they're awesome except for doing calling of any kind whether on my phone or like this they just don't work well
0: yeah um i don't know if i told you but like the through work like as like I don't know bonus I don't know whatever they gave us our choice of like picking out some airpod pros or like these bows over the ear headphones and I picked out the airpods and figuring honestly this sounds kind of shady I guess <clears throat> honestly figuring I didn't really need headphones yeah, And I was just going to sell them to somebody. <laughs> right. Because they're like $300 headphones. I was like, I knocked bucks. Um, and then uh, Courtney uh, got one. She would not shut up about how great they were. I was like, yeah. I guess I'm going to open them. God, they're amazing.
1: <laughs> I got some for Katie. Gosh, like maybe two birthdays ago. So like a year ago, a little over a year ago. And she still was like, you need to get you some of these. And I'm like, it was a huge splurge to get you some. Please get off my back. And up.
0: <laughs> I would rather spend $300 on the
1: Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I can think of like a billion things that I would rather. <laughs> like you've f- seen these sideshow figures. <laughs> oh, speaking of. Forget the I, headphones. I, my final payment for my Ahsoka hot toy, which is not, there's two of them. It's not the Rosario Dawson one. It's more of like a generalized Ahsoka. So it's not like fully animated style. And it's it's somewhere in between like the real reality or like, you know, you know what I mean, Mandalorian and Clone Wars. And it's her at the age, the last season of the Clone Wars. Um, but my last payment went out last week. So I should get it in the next few weeks. Oh, nice. And then I'm done for a long time. <laughs> kids are expensive.
0: Yeah. And you've got two of them now.
1: Yeah. I think the last time we talked, it was uh, on this. Katie was just pregnant. And now she has delivered. And the boy is good. He's, uh, she just got him check up and she's doing well and he's doing well. He's huge. That everyone jokes in the medical field. Everyone jokes that you did not. You don't have a three-week-old. You have a three-month-old. That's how big he is. They so Ke-
0: was Kelly's uh, first son, Jace. Mm-hmm. Very similar, but like, he since like evened out. That he's about mm-hmm. to turn four, or just turned four, just turned four. Um, and so like he's more in line with most four-year-olds these days because his growth slowed down. But, like, yeah, like, well, I mean, you've seen pictures. When he was, like, two, people would be like, uh, has he started preschool yet? And she's like, nah, he's only two. <laughs> like, he's a giant. <laughs> so, so I she had the, head, uh, so. yeah. Um, but, like, her whole family is uh, tall, and, like, especially the men, right? They're all large.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that I'm going to have a bunch of giants because of Katie's side of the family. <laughs> so he rolled over. Did I send you that video? So Finn rolled yes. over on his 13th day of life. That's <laughs> insane. Which is such a huge
0: milestone. Like mm-hmm. in the early days, you know, I, I, I mean, most people, I guess anybody that doesn't have kids doesn't think about it that way but um and also i know from you know kelly's uh, her newborn is has down syndrome so like that i know that she's extra like vocal about not hitting milestones or when he does hit the milestones she's so celebratory about it and so that was yeah. a big one like him rolling over it took forever and then you sent me that video and you're like look at this <laughs> like that's huge man
1: um we sort of joke that like, he'll do this now and then he won't walk for like two years or something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> or, um, it'll be the, po- it'll be actually, it'll be
1: the potty turning. Cause that'll be the, the, the worst. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Pooping in a little, um, portable toilet that sits in the living room. <laughs> I'm not looking like, no, nope, I'm not getting up. <laughs> I'm not moving. <laughs> Ezra would not poop if he was not within an audience when that little thing.
0: Yeah.
1: It was the worst, but also very funny. <laughs>
0: like I need <laughs> It's so backwards. I'm just like if I go into a public restroom, I'm just like if there's anybody in here, I'm going to be in here for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and Ezra's like, "Where are all the people?"
1: <laughs> I need well, now, people. Now Ezra won't go anywhere but home. So now it's like it's totally reversed. And so, or almost like it's doubled down instead of it becoming more like I'm comfortable with anyone around. It's like, nope, only in my home. That's it. So, what are you going to do? Mm.
0: <sighs> That's what people come for. That's what Jacob and Murray come for. <laughs> the poop talk.
1: Hey, guys. <laughs> you know.
0: I, I haven't talked to Jacob in a while except via, like... uh text um yeah he's elizabeth busy? Moved in. i guess elizabeth i feel like maybe he i don't, I don't want to speak for him but i feel like maybe he's just like yeah, i don't really want to do anything like there's way too many people in my house
1: <laughs> i mean how many kids do they have
0: one or just two? just oh, one
1: they have a kid and your sister and mm-mm. That's a lot
0: and not 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 casting dispersions on his wife but you i mean you have to you know maintain your relationship with your wife you know like there yep. has to you have to you know keep that up and then you know i imagine at first you're just like it's gonna be great we have a built-in babysitter and then it's like oh wait no now we have a child and a teenager
1: <laughs> Well, and plus, also, you may have a babysitter, but you don't go that many places because you're so tired anyway. Yep. So like, you've got the babysitter, but you still don't want to go anywhere.
0: Yep. you know, like, can you watch the kid? I'm going to sleep.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And there' no help. Uh, a live-in babysitter like that's no help at, like, 2 a.m., you know? Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, Well, Elizabeth might be. She stays up. like she. And that sounds like I'm being super negative towards Elizabeth. I love her uh but i you know i work at night so she'll be up at like three or four in the morning and her and i will chat back and forth um
1: huh?
0: but yeah it's strange my my podcasting just dwindled down to absolutely nothing
1: <laughs> well, i think we should fix it
0: we should Not fix here. it I, I was actually just telling courtney she's been trying to urge me to uh to journal because she says it helps her and i've tried and i just don't i it's like i don't get it mm-hmm. i just like oh this is dumb so i guess that's a lot with writing in general but when i'm writing with a purpose like i can be like well this isn't bad but i can go back and like edit it and fix it i just need to like get the thought out journaling that's not what that's about you're not writing for an audience you're just writing stuff down i write it down i'm like this is dumb
1: i'm dumb <laughs> delete <laughs> do you feel like like your vanity's on display when you're writing just for yourself
0: i guess so yeah you're weird uh, and i just start thinking about i'm dumb how dumb i am i'm like this is dumb why do you have these problems like you're dumb you make stupid choices stop doing that
1: Stop being a human being.
0: I mean, <laughs> not that, but I, I do make terrible
1: choices. I mean, so does everybody. That's my point, though. We all make dumb choices. I bought an Ahsoka. It's a hot toy for no good. While my <laughs> wife, I put it on a payment plan while my wife was pregnant. Doesn't make, and, and I don't make enough money. To just, if If you make enough money for it not to be a problem, you don't have to do the payment plan. You know what I mean?
0: Right. <laughs> the payment plan is literally for people who should not be buying a hot toy.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, but I justified it because I sold my car. And I was like, look, I save a huge amount on a car payment per month. This is just a small portion of that.
0: How does that, my like, to <laughs> not have the... It would be so weird to me. Like, even if I was with somebody... Like, it married, and I would just be like, well, we only got the one car? Like,
1: I just... Well, I sort of have a cheat, because Carol has her car here, and she basically uses it to go to the grocery store, or to get, like, Ezra, and so she's not using it a ton, so if I needed a car, there's almost, 99% of the time, there is a spare car here. So it, it hasn't really come up.
0: I I think really what um I'm using all of that as an excuse to basically be like really the root of the problem is I can't get away for sure if I want to get away and mm-hmm. really what I should be applauding is the fact that you've made all of these decisions and you're just like there's nothing here I need to get away from.
1: Well, Ezra's a little sassy these days. <laughs> Yeah, but he's a kid. You can just
0: go to your room, shut the door. You're grounded.
1: Oh man, you send that boy to his room, and he's – the tears, and it's not even like angry tears. They're just like, I'm so sorry. I have messed up. It's so, it's such a dramatic event for him to do something <laughs> that you're just like, stop being good. I wish you could be purely bad. It would be easier sometimes. <laughs> it's like cause what you end up trying to do is talk yourself out of the punishment so that you don't have to deal with – The emotional, like tsunami, that will fall over him for being bad. Yeah. And so, which we don't do, we're very good about not like, because that could easily turn into a crutch against us. Like he, we, or like a a trick that he understands. And so we're very careful not to let it go. But man, sending him to his room is is an event and is not fun. (laughs) Anyway. Oh. So, yeah, Had I'm glad like, I don't have to be around for that. How'd you like my title, Brian K Pod? We could do a whole podcast about Brian K. Vaughn's work, all of it.
0: I mean, I'd be down for that.
1: I thought that at first it was a joke and then I was like, no, we really could. We could like we could just do every single issue that he's ever done. I immediately went on eBay and just searched his name and found a five dollar graphic novel of his Doctor Strange thing, the oath, and just bought oh, yeah, it. Yeah, I have that series. Yeah, I was just like I'm going to commit to it in my head And I bought that <laughs>
0: um, No, I think that's a I mean it's a good idea he's certainly <clears throat> uh, Prolific enough Like that there's a ton, a ton Of places you could jump that you're not Like Saga is Certainly his like Like what magnum opus I guess Like that's his mm-hmm. It's the thing it's going to be His watchman you know But yeah yeah there's so much other stuff I mean, even just mainly the stuff from Marvel that kind of has just been glossed over. <clears throat> he took over uh runaways or no he he started runaways. Joss Whedon took over runaways um yeah. and runaways was I mean, it still go well no I think they just canceled it, but like at the time it was like, what is this? like this is amazing. I loved
1: it. I remember loving his run on that on that book. I read I think I read all of his run. I don't think I went with Joss. Um not for any reason. And at the then moment. he Yeah, I think he came back for like
0: volume three or something and wrote like five or six issues. Um I have most of them. Uh but yeah, the doc. um What he did some stuff for D C. I don't know where my phone is. Cause, but I'm not a DC journalist. Maybe that would be good for me to... I don't think he ever wrote like Batman or anything, which is a shame. You
1: know, his career is still... All uh, his indie stuff. <laughs> all his what? Uh,
0: all his independent stuff is that I've read is great. I think he's committed to not writing for... um any of the mainstream stuff anymore. I found a oh, book. We didn't even talk about Why the Last Man. I keep interrupting you.
1: Sorry. No, no, you're fine. I found a book that's called <clears throat> The DC Universe by Brian K. Vaughn. So i wonder if this is like a huge collection. But it's not very expensive, so I don't think it can be. Let's see. Let's see. The, teen, the Titans, Young Justice, JLA, Green Lantern. Oh, this is a terrible book, including more than 60 pages. Oh, never mind. I'm huh, Ignore me. I'm judging before finishing sentences.
0: He did write
1: a Batman book. Anyway, this, that's my th- – but we start with Saga. We still do the original plan, right? We do like right. issue by issue. And we start with Saga, and then we can take a pause, because he's because that comes back next year, right? Is it January? Uh, January or February. I mean, we may not even need to take a pause, but we could catch up. And then be like, while we're waiting month to month, in the interim, we'll start doing his other books. So it would be kind of like a ongoing master feed of Brian K. Vaughn stuff, with Saga always being the thing to look forward to next... As we go. So, like, say, like, once we catch up, right, which would be forever because there's some, because it's what, 50 issues so far? Yeah. So, I mean, that's a year, right? That's a year. If we did it weekly, that's a year. And, um, but then we catch up and then we um, are doing like in the three weeks between issues, you know, we can do. We could do like if like something like Doctor Strange, the oath is like just a graphic novel collection that's easy. We could do just the whole graphic novel or we could still do issue by issue. Um, I don't know. I feel like that could go for a long time and it could be fun. It's something really specific that weirdly like I like Brian K. Vaughn, but I don't think I know as much about him as I know about other comic writers. So it's not like I'm like. And some major allegiance with him. Meaning that we could like dive into it. And I wouldn't be like don't talk about my boyfriend like that. Like I'd just be like hey, we'll just get into it. And talk about it.
0: Would you want to do. He hasn't done much outside of comics. But would you want to. Specifically
1: you know your show. <laughs> Lost like the episodes where he's the credited writer on it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd do it. I mean for sure. Because I don't think it's a ton. I, he was in the writer's room for like a season I think um seven episodes yeah i mean i do it I, I, yeah i think it's season is it season three he's on i think
0: uh he starts in three and then he does some for four and five that he's the accredited writer so one he, with he, drew goddard i did not know that
1: mm-hmm, yep because i've heard uh lindelof talks about goddard every now and then in interviews he comes up no, I'm I'm in for this. I mean, we don't have to do the title if you don't like the title, because I think you. No, I do one. like I do like the title. Okay, okay, all right, Brian K. Pod. Let's say coming. Uh, it's November. You want to try to do the first one by December. Let's just say December. Yeah. I mean, we're only telling two people this, so coming in <laughs> December, 2021. And Neither
0: you- one of which read comics.
1: No, nope. nope, that's okay because this, this is good. This is. I think this is. Here's the thing about him. And, and doing his stuff is that I think he has the most, like, cross-platform slash cross-interest, like, intersection of, of of a library. Like, so many—if you don't like comics, you like his comics, right? And, yeah. and like, and if you love comics, you also like his comics. And I think that—I well, mean, Why the Last Man now has a TV show, which was canceled, but they're trying to to continue it on. But he's got, like, this cross-media influence that isn't, like— like, Bendis, you know, they tried with Powers, but that show was only on the PlayStation and terribly reviewed and not very good. And, and like, Bendis didn't see that. You never saw it?
0: I watched the first episode,
1: and I was like,
0: I can do this.
1: Yeah, that, that's what I did. I watched the first episode, and it was done. I was like, no, can't do it. Um, And then Jeff Johns, like, he has this whole, like, dramatic relationship with basically anyway he, yeah, I don't I don't know. I just think that Vaughn's an interesting guy cuz he doesn't come with any of the hubris of the others that's like outward at least. Um and could be interesting to anybody. Um Yeah. And one day man, one day someone's going to try to turn Saga into something else. And that's going to be an interesting day.
0: So you know, one of the early interviews like uh one of the earlier questions he got when the book started hitting big was like, um, are you, you know, would there be a, ever be a feature film of this? And, uh, he said that one of the ideas that they specifically went in with was to do everything possible to make this book like absolutely not able to be adapted for anything other than comics, that it would be so absolutely expensive and ridiculous that nobody would ever do it
1: so having only watched two episodes of star wars visions i think like <laughs> they should they should do like anime like and i've only read i probably read 12 issues of saga i'm not i'm I'm not caught up on so that's another reason i'm excited about starting with saga just so i can read it um but I could see them doing some sort of weird, like we shop it out to all these different people and we do really cool animation stuff. And that's how we do it. Make it something super weird, but then nobody would watch it. Like, like a thousand people would watch it and it would be a total bomb, but could be really cool. Yeah. and You, you do read
0: paper girls. I think you read the, like the first volume at least I read
1: the first, um, whatever's in like the first big hardback. I've read that one. Um, mm. And so I've read a, a few, I think that's like three graphic novels worth is what I've read.
0: Yeah. It's so such a good book. Um, I w- so-
1: Yeah, I would definitely be excited to get caught up
0: on that as well. Um, <laughs> and so much other stuff is that I have not, I can't believe I didn't know that he read a Batman story. Swamp Thing. That's what I'm thinking of. He, uh, <coughs> when they, uh, I think it's for the new 52, maybe. Was that mm-hmm. around like 2014?
1: That sounds yeah. right. I don't know. Jeff Lemire did so much. <clears throat> stuff. I think he did Animal Man. I think that's what I'm getting confused.
0: Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, Brian K. Vaughn, at one, one point, no, it looks like it was in 2000, just wasn't collected until 2014, uh, rebooted Swamp Thing with uh, <laughs> this dude, Giuseppe Camicoli, who's a really, really good artist. Um, Green Lantern. I guess I could read some Green Lantern.
1: What we could do is once we figure out like a rhythm, we could do potentially, because there, for e- each episode is an issue, we could do a couple episodes a week because this schedule, like what we're doing right now, like I can do that. And I, <coughs> excuse me, I'd like to swallow my lemonade wrong, um, but we could do a couple episodes a week here, like when we want to. And when we have the time, and we don't have to do like two hours per issue, right? That's insane. Especially yeah, I mean it's twenty-two pages. <laughs> and, and like, and he is, um, you know, he he knows how to use the medium, so it's not like there's so much dense plot and wording in every single issue of everything he does. You mean uh, your actual boyfriend? <laughs> look, look. <laughs> he's just he's like. He's like college boyfriend. He's fun. He <laughs> gets a little loose. He's a good time, but not always want to take him home. Okay. Um, so yeah. Anyway, Brian Michael Bendis. Google him. <laughs> um,
0: so oh, uh, I, let me let me interrupt you again. Have you read any more of Crossover? No. Okay. So can I? Yeah, tell me. It's not a spoiler. Okay. So the issue I got you to read. Like it specifically, even if you don't ever read any more of it, it was enough that like you read it and was like, What the hell is this? Uh-huh. <laughs> um so in the so in the following issues, um uh it changes writers again. Uh Chips a darn thing, but it, it does keep uh uh Dina and uh Walker uh in the book. And you find mm-hmm. out that they're kind of just working with uh, police uh, in the real world. Uh, anybody who's confused by what I'm saying, just look up Crossover by Donnie Cates. It's fantastic. Um, and anyway, so they, uh, the main actual main character of, uh, of the Crossover series, they bring her in, they arrest her, and they're questioning her, except that she knows who they are. And so she does this whole, like, takedown of them. She's like, so are y'all going to do, like, the powers thing where, like, you finish each other's sentences? And, like, she's describing the way uh, Bendis writes. And it's (laughs) fucking hysterical. (laughs) Like, it it is a dude who I'm 100% sure is friends with Brian Michael Bendis criticizing how he writes.
1: It is so funny. The one thing about Bendis is I do feel there's a little level of like he's totally self aware, but he's also successful enough and aware of him being successful enough that he doesn't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's like, Yeah, I get it, you're right, but I you know it's working. So whatever. That's the tone Um, I give him. Have
0: you been following the that making of the Marvel Cinematic Universe book that's coming out? Or may have already come out. And slash film has been uh, like dropping uh, like stories from the book into their feed. Have you followed any of that?
1: No, I didn't know. Is it's not the one that Joanna Robinson's doing?
0: No, I don't think so. Um, maybe I don't know about. Um. It, anyway, a lot of it is about the uh, toxicity of that Marvel story group. Oh, and and none of it is Benda specific, but it is very much like how it's kind of just like the story of how Kevin Feige saved the Marvel Cinematic Universe from the people that helped create the Marvel Cinematic
1: Universe. (laughs) Well, I know it's funny because, you know, so Joanna Robinson's doing a book with Dave Gonzalez. Um And because they have so much access from her years at Vanity Fair, and she sort of ingratiated herself upon so many of those actors and producers and stuff. Um, And Feige, too, apparently. Um, And so they talk a lot about, like, like, stuff like Clint having his family in Age of Ultron was, like, all Whedon and everyone else like don't do it. It's just too much that we like. And Whedon was like, "I'll walk if I don't get it." So there's been little insights like that because I know Whedon was a part of the story <laughs> group too, right? Like for a little while.
0: Um. Yeah.
1: uh
0: bendis uh I think Ike Pearlmutter was probably the biggest cool. of the like. Like this guy does not need to be in charge of anything. Like he's not a story guy. He's a financial guy. Like. He he shouldn't be running the show. So um, I for you know I forget who all it was. Um, you know, I, and I think the idea was just to have people like to to guide the direction. But mm-hmm. at this point, it was it's just like why 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 weren't you trusting Feige? Because I mean the dude's not really well. <clears throat> maybe eternals aside the dude's not really made a a massive misstep yet so hey, did
1: you see a term
0: i saw it yesterday
1: so is it a massive misstep i haven't seen it i won't see it till it's on at home so it is boring oh it no is absolutely boring is it interestingly boring like it's so boring and weird why do they make this it's fascinating that it is what it is or is it just boring it could have been that. The problem is,
0: for mm-hmm. it to be that, it would have to be about an hour longer, and it's already entirely too long. I gotcha. It, it's huh. not. It's not like the Inhumans, uh, which I know he, he really had nothing to do with, but um, where it's just like, did y'all, did did you even know what you were doing? They have a clear sense of who these characters are. And what their relationship should be. But the whole movie is about their relationships. And kind of discovering their purpose. And the action is literally everything you've seen in the commercials. And that might be great for like a TV miniseries. It's not fun for three hours in a movie theater. Like you think you're going to see a superhero movie. And it's like, oh. No, it's just a lot of people like whispering things to each other and like staring intently and it was just, to me it was just boring. Um, there there are pieces where it really, really picked up and unfortunately like so many people uh, Kamil, uh, uh how do you say it? So underused. Like it it blows my mind i i honestly felt bad for the dude i'm like you got in like the best shape anybody's ever got in in your life and you're barely in this movie so like, i do I have mean, sp- he, it, go ahead
1: okay this is a spoiler and i just want a yes or no and so i'm telling marie and jacob if you haven't seen eternals like skip ahead 30 seconds i'm just trying to get a yes or no um uh so spoiler alert right now um does kumail die in the movie no okay cool the i so people were making this joke but i couldn't tell if it was real that he did on twitter and i was like i don't know who to ask and i don't like know like i i communicate with kyle some we're we're, like generally friendly but like i didn't want to be like sliding into kyle pinion's dms for some marvel spoilers (laughs) You know, and so i was like, I need someone to see it, and then I'll ask them, and I just want to know this because I needed to be prepared. Because even if he's not in it a ton, he is the reason I want to see that movie more than anything else. And so I was. So, really-
0: I, um, there, do you the so the one of the post credit scenes has been pretty widely
1: spoiled. Is the pop star thing? Yes. Yeah, I know about that.
0: Okay. I feel like everybody does it, it's, it's just as bad As like oh wait Alpha Molina is in Spider-Man Like yeah man we knew that a year ago um, right. So uh, Yeah Harry Styles Shows up a, in a uh, Post credit scene um, It's I don't give a flip about Harry Styles It's the most exciting thing In the whole movie <laughs> And I was like oh that's Awesome yeah.
1: Because if who uh, the actor is or the guy or the actor, like what's exciting about? I I'll give you. Let me tell you this. He's one of those people that you tell me his name and I know factually that he is super famous, but it literally elicits nothing for me. I know nothing except um, one direction, and he's in Dunkirk and doesn't say a lot. Uh,
0: yeah. Um. So
1: th- Are you? I don't in think. Direction?
0: No, not at all. Um. I so I do like harry styles music like his solo stuff but only because not because i think it's good but my nieces listen to it nonstop, so it's one of those things that i've been like exposed to so much i'm like look most of the crap that y'all listen to is is just it's garbage it's utter garbage this guy does have talent and so i'm okay if we listen to this (laughs) like he's kind of like justin timberlake sure but um, less,
1: less problematic
0: like, yes
1: he would not throw britney under the bus
0: yeah I, you know i don't think so <laughs> i mean he he does have some baggage with him but a lot of it's kind of unconfirmed stuff um mm-hmm. and, i mean he not i'm not excusing anybody's behavior he is a, still a child though um he so the character he's know if you get classified as a spoiler because there's no way in hell anybody who doesn't read comics knows who Star Fox is. So most people probably think it's a Nintendo character. Um, (laughs) uh, So yeah, like it it doesn't really do anything. He is he does have a companion that that was a surprise to me. I did not know that he was going to have someone with him and i mean i'll tell you but i I don't know if you want to know or not so
1: i don't think it'll mean anything to me because this even the star fox thing was a little beyond my knowledge okay uh pip the troll oh i've heard of pip the troll
0: uh you actually gave me his first appearance about uh, that i don't know a couple years ago maybe when you were cleaning out some of your collection. You're like, anything you want, you can have. And I was like, this is the first appearance of Pip the Troll. You're like, you can have it. I don't know who that is.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. And now Harry Styles has made him a thing. (laughs) So thanks for (laughs) that. Mistake.
0: Um, But yeah, so like Pip the Troll shows up and like introduces him. And like, it's it's a really fun scene. Um, Mostly I just felt bad for all of the I felt really bad for all of the super famous people that they convinced to be in this movie because they're absolutely wasted. The, the people that I've never seen before get way more screen time. (laughs) And I'm like, I am not interested in these people. What is Angelina Jolie doing?
1: (laughs) How is Jon Snow? You know, I love Jon Snow.
0: (sighs) Not in it.
1: Ah, what's the point?
0: I mean, that's what I felt like. He gets two scenes and a post credit scene. You know who he's playing, right?
1: Yeah, I've heard that, but again, I don't it doesn't it doesn't mean a lot to me for whatever reason, like this is a bubble of stuff I'm not familiar with,
0: yeah, the Black Knight is not a it, it's a character that's been around forever and a day, but not one that's ever been. He's the kind of character they've always tried to make important. And most comic book fans have just been like, I don't really care about the Black Knight. Um, But...
1: Didn't he get a bunch of flesh weapons?
0: Yeah. (laughs) It it looks like it could be fun, but they don't do anything at all with him. It's just an introduction of the character. I think he took the part because of the promise of... Kind of like Billy D. Williams showing up in Batman as Harvey Dent. It's like, oh no, I'm going to be bigger later, right? (laughs) Right. Like, I hope yeah, so. I,
1: 30 years later. I,
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the movie does end with the Eternals will return. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Great, there's going to be more. Um, um, the there's uh, There's so much stuff that could have been something. I feel like they are setting up... Uh, I'm just going to call it now in case I'm right. I feel like they're setting up Galactus as a celestial being.
1: Well, so the Galactus thing I feel like is true because it feels like it's in the ether. Like people are just like talking about that. Like it have been for months in relation to this movie Um, and not just like, oh, that guy looks like Galactus in the trailer or something dumb like that. But it's just been like, this seems like a natural way to fold in whenever we get the Fantastic Four and to bring in, you know, Silver Surfer and um, Galactus and the whole deal. Like it would all sort of work together pretty well. Yeah. And so like I feel like you're – every now and then there's like a rumor that's not really a rumor. It's just that it's like a chatter, and the chatter actually nails it right on the head, and I feel like this is one of those times.
0: Yeah, I'd say I actually hadn't heard any of that. And then there's some some very specific stuff in the movie that, uh, that is, I won't spoil because it's plot specific, that happens that I'm like, so this is how we get to Galactus. This is how we chorus. get to Silver Surfer. Like,
1: It's set at Christmas and a chorus sings, Hark the Herald, Angel sings. Is that it? No,
0: it, it's not <laughs> anything like that. It's like
1: Herald of Galactus, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> the,
1: I know some things.
0: <laughs> um, I feel bad for Selma Hayek. For being in this movie,
1: <laughs> now she look, look, look. They all got their checks, man. Yeah, they all got their checks. I don't think I'd feel bad for any of them.
0: Um, there. Uh, it. I saw it in just a regular AMC theater. It was the screen was so so dark that was like I know that a lot of this movie takes place in at night but this is a marvel movie it was not filmed like they don't do that they don't do that like yeah so this is a bad projection sound was awful like it thankfully nobody was like you know disturbing the theater experience you know didn't chew your popcorn you could hear what they were saying um there is one speaks in sign language so i could only eat popcorn every time that talking because there would be subtitles um also just side note i am all for the like just have subtitles standard in movies like it just needs to be a thing
1: well that's becoming i was just reading a whole thing about how that's there more and more theaters are doing that because for hearing impaired people um because part of the reaction to getting people in theaters is like literally we need to get everybody back in theaters and that's one way to get everybody back in theaters so there's a whole group of people who would come and do come to those like special once a week screenings with subtitles um that would come on friday and saturday as well and a lot of people now watching movies at home it's a weird thing we all predicted a lot of stuff like oh people will be talking on their cell phones because they talk on their cell phones at home but like people also like watch subtitles at home all the time my 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 stepmom she doesn't even she doesn't watch anything without subtitles at home and when she goes to the movie theater doesn't matter how loud and clear it is she's always like I can't wait to watch that again at home with subtitles so like there's a whole group of people that, that would serve including you and in what you're talking about and I think it's gonna become bigger and bigger I really do all around the world there are places uh-huh. with subtitles all around the screen like there's some countries in Asia where they have it like the top, the bottom, the left, and the right, and it's all—it's four different languages of subtitles. Yeah, I don't know if I could do that, but no, it drive <laughs> me crazy. But I'm just saying, like, it's not—we're—we're we're the odd people out that we don't have that as a more uh, comfortable option or more regular option. I think is a better word.
0: Yeah, it took me a while to like come around to that, but it watching more. Uh, really watching more content at home and watching stuff that was not necessarily like made for me like any kind of british shows or anything it just helps to watch it with the subtitles sometimes they're speaking so fast i catch that so um,
1: i have sort of one i i've I've just um i've been buying the blu-rays of movies i want to see in advance so like um the like uh, the new James Bond movie. Like I pre-ordered that um, a few weeks ago um, with the idea of like when they come out I'll watch them. But now they're beating. Now it's going to be on VOD this week, so I'm going to cancel that and <laughs> just watch it at home on VOD. <laughs> but um, I watched The Green Knight last night for the first time. Okay, I want to see it so bad. You, I, I think I think you would love it. It's it's a little. Intentionally slow in parts, but it's very intentional, and so I think because of that, I think you, I think you dig it. Because when it's not slow, it's just so crazy good. Um, but I was watching it on the home theater setup, and there is a shot where um, it's way far off in the distance, and uh, Dev Patel's character is walking almost like on a like toward a cliffside, and the camera's way far out, and you can see the whole horizon across the whole screen. And all of a sudden, the camera does that tr- trick or that move where it starts to rotate. So what is right side up slowly, like a clock turns upside down. And it was the moment that proved to me that I'm, ice- I'm very happy with my setup because my stomach turned because, like, I was so immersed and I was like, oh, the world's turning upside down. <laughs> and like, almost like if you're in an IMAX movie and they do some weird camera move and it's like that roller coaster feeling in your stomach. And so... Yeah. All that to say in that moment, I was like, as much as I want to go to the theater right now, like when I see these movies, it won't be like when I was nine years old and watched them on like a tiny TV for the first time. Like I'm like, I'm going to I'm going to really I get to see Shang-Chi finally Friday when it hits Disney Plus. I haven't seen it yet. And so like and I've been really disappointed. I'm like, I've been like talking myself into like ways to like I'll go to like a Tuesday afternoon I'll double mask and I'll do this, but like I have to work too. So like I'll take PTO and I'll just to see it in the theater. But I'm like, after last night, I'm like, nope, I'm very happy to watch it at home on my screen because that's pretty dang immersive. And I was watching it with my, my headphones, my over ear headphones on. Like the sound is great. I'm totally into it. It is awesome. So I I don't know, man. I think I'm the theater experience. I'm one of those people who've always fought (laughs) and I will always (laughs) like it. But when it comes to Marvel stuff, and things like that like i watched dune at home on this it was amazing looking um i don't know yeah
0: man. i want to watch Dune. that's not hmm. i can't my problem is it's they're so long i can't force myself to set aside the time for that so
1: katie of all people forces me she like i did so much yesterday and she looked at me about midday <laughs> yesterday and she went hey tonight you're gonna watch a movie as it goes down you're gonna eat your, you know you will already eating dinner anyway I'm just going to take the baby because there's not much. I can't really do much for the baby except change his diaper and burp it. And so she's got the the bigger job. And so um, that sounds very sexist. She is feeding the baby herself. We're not formula feeding. That is why that is the case. Um, not because she is a woman and I am gendering her role. Um, but uh, she goes – you go watch a movie. So I came in here and like. So she makes me do it, and she made me take a Saturday afternoon a few weeks ago, the weekend Dune came out, and watch Dune. So like, props to her because otherwise I wouldn't be doing it.
0: Yeah, I should have never moved out of Chattanooga. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so are you officially moved? Uh, once a week, huh? Are you officially moved?
0: Uh, my lease is up in twenty two days, so.
1: Alright thought it was later. are you coming back at all or do you have your stuff or what's the deal
0: yeah i'll be up there this i'll be up there probably every week getting the rest of the stuff out um uh, it's been i've been every weekend i'm like I, i've got to go up there and get some stuff and then every weekend something inevitably happens or our uh, arguments happen which <laughs> they won't be happening anymore and i just wind up so Um, And then I tried to take some time off to just be like, you know, I'm going to take, you know, like a days to just go up there and do whatever I can do. And then uh, every uh, week until the beginning of the year blacked out for no time off. And I'm like, well, that's that's bogus. So, you
1: know. Well, that all sounds like it sucks.
0: Yeah, it's. It's not been a good time Lately uh, But it is what it is I'll get I'll get through it whether I want to or not
1: <laughs> Kicking and screaming
0: Yeah No mostly uh, just pouting and <laughs>
1: I give no truck to powders None at all
0: Uh, I mean but that's me man I don't I kick know. And scream.
1: <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, you kick you you slowly and sadly kick a rock down a hill. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like oh, I rubbed a hole of my shoe on that rock. Damn it. That's you. Sorry.
0: The, yeah. In in the span of a day, I like well actually just the last few weeks I've gotten in I, people that weren't talking to me less than the people that were talking to me. So clearly Like, I I don't know what I'm doing. Like, a part of me is just like, well, that's because you've gotten better at, like, setting boundaries and not dealing with crap that you don't want to deal with. So people get mad about it. And then the other part of me is like, well, no, but, like, you still shouldn't be an asshole. So.
1: I mean, are you, uh. We don't have to talk. We can. We don't have to. Whatever. Do you want to talk about it? Do you not want to talk about it? I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Um, I've.
0: The, the one that actually mattered was sounds so weird. Cause we're just friends. The one that mattered was Courtney. Like we had a, like a pretty heated discussion. I was just like, well, she's never going to talk to me again. So I'm just going to have to be okay with that. Literally. 45 minutes an hour later uh, really sorry i was being an asshole i said yeah me too so and that was the
1: end of that that's that's friendship right there so my um, my favorite thing about friendship is that i know from what you said what kind of friendship it is and so and i know what kind our friendship is And I knew who I was. So when I texted you, I was like, I can say my piece, but I know she'll say what I'm feeling.
0: Oh, she said so. It's (laughs) like it was it was I was just like, you are not helping me. She was like, I do not care.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I definitely looked at Katie and I said. You know, that whole thing about Logan not making me mad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's really making me mad.
1: (laughs) That that's broken. I told her what I wanted to say, and she said, "I would take a breath and think about it before you send it, because you won't want to have said that later." <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. And I and I took a breath, and then I and my way of saying like, when the things get said to you, Courtney will say it. So I want I want to say yes and in advance to whatever she said.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was it was a lot harsher, so. Um, which was fine. I mean, both were fine. I was basically sitting here alone and just, like, r- reaching out in the dark. So, you know, yeah. I think old me would not have done that at all. So, yeah, even though it's annoying and maddening for people, it's also, like, you know, I'm not I'm not going to just sit here and be like, Nope, everything's awful. And, you know, just sit here and be miserable. Well. But yeah, like, I, I pissed uh, Brandy off. I actually, I've pissed her off multiple times to the point that she's not talking to me. And I mean, I do care, but like, part of me really doesn't. Um, you know, because it started with. I was going to see the Braves game game six of the, uh, championship and in, in Atlanta, mm-hmm. like it all happened so fast and her and her boyfriend were going to, uh, some haunted house up in Atlanta. And I was like, uh, she texted me something. She was like, uh, if he doesn't go, I need you to go with me. And I was like, I can't go with you. I'm, I'm going to the Braves game. She was like, but, but what if I need you? I was just like, are you kidding me right now? And I just <laughs> unloaded on
1: her. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's insane. What? <laughs> That's so sorry. That's insane. She'll never listen to this. That's crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we kind of made up and then it happened uh again the other night like when I was being all mopey and like, I wish I was dead. And I don't think I even said anything like that to her. And she said, you have to promise me that you're not going to hurt yourself because, uh, you have to be here in case I need you. And I was like, that is not how that works. That does not make me feel better. (laughs)
1: Like
0: you cannot convince somebody when they're feeling like that, not to do anything. So that they can be around for you. That is not how that works.
1: <laughs> and you know, the nice thing is that she sort of defines y'all's relationship for you. So she makes it real crystal clear what's up. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, like if um, you had any doubt or questions, she just said, nope, here's your clarity. <laughs> So, in a way, she's helping you. She just doesn't realize she's also not helping. <laughs> You're
0: helping by not helping. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that that was a whole, like, thing. And then I I guess she's back to me. which, okay, so I'm going to take a step back from all of that and say she also recently had some tests done, and there may be a cancer diagnosis coming. So she is mm-hmm. also going through a lot and does feel like I, I know that feeling, but like that's still not how you act. Like if if you're going through something and another friend is going through something, really what it means is right now we can't really we're not gonna be of help to each other, unfortunately. Right. Because you're going through hardships and I'm going through hardships and I'm focused on trying to save myself and you're focused on, you know, trying to save yourself. So like being like it, it's not gonna be mutually beneficial. We're just gonna wind up doing the whole what about me and my stuff thing. So yeah. and so that's really what it was about. Like she's waiting on a uh a, a test result and worried and all that and but like saying things like, I can't believe that you know, you haven't called to check on me, and I'm like, some days I'm struggling to get out of bed, so, like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I, I'm sorry, but, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there have been days where I'm just like, but, I wonder if I could just stop breathing.
1: <laughs> but, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you can for about you know thirty seconds to about two minutes. You can, <laughs> and then that's the end of that. Um, but she also like it just like you you're not in a relationship like like I just oh man Co- the codependency is real man and and, and oh I
0: see it so much now I'm just like. All of these behaviors, like even when I do it, I don't always recognize it in the moment. But like later, I'm just like, oh, my God, why did you do that? Well, like, it's, it's such it's a only, kind of thing
1: to do. The more you you recognize it in others because you're you, the more you strengthen your like radar for it, the more than you also start to see it in yourself. Because what happens, I think in my you know, with my degree in philosophy and, and <laughs> psychology um, from the school of hard knocks. Um, I believe that like the that we, it's almost like a self defense mechanism to not see it in yourself, right? And so, so that you can just keep doing this thing that in a that you feel makes you feel better. Um. And, and but then the more you start seeing it in other people you're sharpening this tool of 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 recognizing that codependency so then all of a sudden you're because your brain has gotten stronger or smarter it's going hey actually the bad thing that you need to be warned about is the thing you're doing and so like you start folding back and you get if not changing you at least become more aware and you have more opportunities for change the more you start recognizing that in the world
0: yeah I I think about the later season of The Office a lot where Pam and Jim are in therapy and how at the time (laughs) I thought they were so cringy and just like unnecessary and just like, oh my God, like this is so... But now I think about it and I'm just like, yeah, we all suck at communication. And so like that may be a necessary step as cringy as it is and stupid as it feels to be like, saying things the way that they say them it's just like yeah but we don't acknowledge other people's feelings (laughs) at all (laughs) like we're just like oh whatever you're fine let's talk about my stuff and it's like no you just made me feel like dirt
1: No, and I think that the the I I, I agree, and I think that the, the healthier thing in a friendship, which I'm not saying that I do enough or that you do enough or that anybody really does enough, but the healthier thing is to to like to to to, to even if because sometimes you don't respond because it's hard to like the the that will open a door that you don't. It's a lot of work to deal with your friend's problems, right? And so, and, and to deal with your own problems and to have somebody else deal with them with you, because a lot of times if you're dealing with them yourself, it's a one-way, very easy conversation. Um, and so, um, but it is the thing that defines friendships that have an opportunity to grow. And uh, that's very hard to do, though. It's very, very hard. It's very, very hard for people to grow. And so, um, yeah, I, this is, I talk, and, and I also talk in my own way. So, I, and I know how Courtney talks uh, Again, I'm grateful for her, <laughs> Yin to my Yang, and then yeah. in our friendship circle.
0: She's very, she's something else, and unfortunately, has been the not the root, but taking the blame from other people for my a lot of my previous relationship issues, and it it's just it's so much so much funny stuff like. uh i was told that like she's just using me which i've been told about that by multiple people and i'm just like she doesn't get anything from me like
1: at most she had like a place to take a nap right for a little while i don't even know she
0: well well so uh me with me not being in the apartment i pretty much she has a key i've just been like i don't care just don't wreck the place like so they're there a lot because her parents are insane and she's stupidly a good idea um but i mean it it's not it's be like, oh well i can't go to your place anymore so we're never speaking like that's not going to happen yeah you know and the, i also take you're paying for her a place to live. And like, well, I don't even know how often they're there or how often they stay there. Like, because I don't ask and I don't care. And I'm paying rent whether anybody's living there or not. So I'm not paying for anybody a place to live. I'm paying for an apartment that I'm not using.
1: And, and, and you're not keeping it another year or another month to month lease for her. Your, your lease is done and you're done. Like, that right. makes sense to me. I mean, it's, you would do that for me and you would do that probably for anybody who was, uh, is complaining about the situation if they were in her shoes and then that, and then you had that availability, you'd do that for anybody
0: that you care right, about. Yeah. If you were, you know, if you were still living with your mom and every day it's like, I feel like I'm going insane, this and this and that and that, and I, I would just be like, nobody's at my apartment, Spencer. You can't yeah. just go there. <laughs>
1: yeah, that, that, <laughs> like, I track that. that to me.
0: You know, you're, and you're right. I would absolutely have done it for anybody. You know, if my other friend in Chattanooga, Paula, called me and God forbid was like, you know, Chad and I are on the outs. Like, we've just been fighting or whatever. And we're like, y- you got to sp- Go, please just go stay there. Like, all I ask is that you don't wreck the place. Like, don't break my stuff i'm very yeah, attached to my stuff
1: <laughs> all of that tracks with who you are and that's I, I think that the hardest thing the thing i always understand is people's uh difficulty uh accepting that the relationship's platonic because there's so many norms built into how we're raised and what we know it's very hard yeah for people to do that and it was for me to not know like obviously i'm not in the jealous position like like other people uh in this but even for me i'm like really though like really are you sure because and 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 at some point i'm like all right he said yes enough that it's like he's definitely like that then i have to um the sorry i got a message um but yeah but it's it's just kind of like uh it, it it I finally believed you, but but I I do get where people would have that initial problem, but then it's like, I feel like the conversations tell me if I'm wrong are very much basically like they don't want to engage with the reality; they just want to engage with the assumptions that they have. Does that make sense? Like, there's no investigation; it's just condemnation.
0: Yeah, yeah. Any time I was up there, the, the the messages I would get were, "Is Courtney there?" Why does it matter? Doesn't matter. Like, yeah, sure. No, she's not here. Oh. I didn't hear from you all day. You must must have been hanging out with Courtney. I mean Courtney works on week. I really wasn't. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it just, just stuff like that. And I got told that um <sighs> me talking to her creates a negative attitude. Did I lose you?
1: Uh, no, it sort of blinked for a second. I could hear you, though.
0: Oh, um, I got told talking to her creates a negative attitude within myself that I come away more negative. And I was just like, that's not true at all. Like, actually, a lot of my negativity is about my current situation here. So some of it's work. A lot of it... Honestly, a lot of it is not having... Uh, I, like, I haven't had time, like, really to myself in a while. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, a space, for, you know, just, I don't really get to do th- that I need to do to not, to be able to act on the outside world. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, like, that's what, but it, it's, it's such a... Uh, I don't know. It, it, it's weird, but it doesn't matter. She's she's blocked completely.
1: So, oh really? Yeah. Okay. So there's just no doors locked. The whole deal.
0: Um, I mean, for me, unless I mean, it, w- it would have to be uh there would have to be some definite changes made in her situation for me to consider anything. And also there would have to be like, uh, we both need therapy. And so if we're both not going to be in this, whether it's together or separately or whatever, we can't do this because there's no, there's no communication that, that isn't, uh, uh, like, just blame throwing. And mm-hmm. it, it just, it became just impossible to deal with. Cause like she operates such a double standard for everything. Like, mm-hmm. like we were talking about stuff that she does. She doesn't see uh, she does takes fault when people do it to her and like sh- she would get upset with me if like I was up in Dalton doing whatever. And she's like, I haven't heard from you in like six or seven hours. Meanwhile, that happened frequently with her. Yeah. And it's just like, so your assumption, her assumption was always that I was upset and punishing her. My assumptions were always just like, she's dead. <laughs> So I get upset because I'm worried sick. She's upset because she thinks I'm running away with Courtney or like any other number of things to hurt her. And I'm just like, I'm more of like if your child like took off and then you didn't see them for two days, like that kind of upset. (laughs) I'm like, something happened. Like I texted you. You read my text message. I didn't hear from you for a day. You're dead.
1: Yeah, there seems, I mean, it, it it's such a stereotype, but there's such a, like, once. All right, guess I'm trying to talk politely. Like, once you make a mistake, you assume other people in your life are making the same mistake. Does that make sense? Yes. And And so, like, I feel like, there's like some level of distrust that's like re- much more uh, of seeing herself in the mirror, been put and pasting your face on her face.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And that's, that sucks. And, but it also like, it's not surprising, but it sucks. And I, I, I think you're a wonderful human being and I think you deserve happiness and can have happiness. And, um, and I think most, most people deserve happiness and, and can't have it. But I think a lot of people get in their own ways for that happiness and that sucks it just sucks and there's not a good thing to say about that it just sucks man and i'm sorry
0: i'm trying to be okay about it i'm usually fine until you know i'm laying down to try to go to sleep that's always the worst so i'm just gonna have to be absolutely totally exhausted so i'm going to the gym twice a day
1: you're going to be like Schwarzenegger. You're going to be ripped by the end of this process.
0: <laughs> I doubt it because I'm still eating garbage. <laughs> Hopefully um, it's good garbage. I mean, sugar tastes good, man.
1: Hey, I'm off of social. I'm off, not social, but I'm off of Facebook and Twitter er, an Instagram. So just to let you know, I didn't block you. Because I think I did it like two days after we, I last talked to you on text. And I don't want you to think I was like I'm mad at Logan. He's blocked on Facebook.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't think that.
1: I wouldn't think you I'm would st- think. But you just never know. Facebook, social media is dumb and weird, and that's part of why I needed to get off of Facebook. Um, but but like I was just like just in case I'm gonna tell him, just let him know I didn't block you. I just I even let a coworker know. Because he's like weird and gets very weird about So I was like, hey, I just let you know I'm off Facebook. I don't even interact with him on Facebook, but he's weird about it. And I just didn't want him to think I got mad and blocked him for some reason.
0: I've actually blocked two people in the last few days. Actually, in the last two days on Facebook. And I, I don't block anybody. <laughs> so this uh, one dude who I used to work with, who is friends with my mom. Like, I I was lamenting the Falcons and, you know, they're forever, like, they just, they can't get it right. And how I do, like, it's what I do. You know, Falcons fans do. And the dude starts taking me to task and calling me like a fair weather fan and not to take everything to heart. And I was just like, I'm not taking, I'm posting on social media, man. Like, you need to not take social media so fucking seriously. Like, you think I'm going to go, like, hang myself because the Falcons are blowing a football game? Like, nah, man, I'm going to bitch and whine about it on Facebook and then go see the Eternals and be like, well, hopefully they won, which they did. They came back and won the game. Um, but, like, I I left uh, the movie and I, he posted this, like, long thing and called me a Fairweather fan, which, for whatever reason, really pissed me off. <laughs>
1: Because cause you suffered diligently in an all-weather. That's
0: why. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, you could say that about, like, baseball or any other, like, any other sport, really. that I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch them. They're in the playoffs. Yeah, you can't say that about me and the Falcons, man. Like, not going to happen. So I <laughs> what I wanted to say, <laughs> I wanted to reply to his message and not block him. Is that like, I'm still a little bitter about the death of my brother. Does that make me like a weather family member? Like, you know, <laughs> should I just like, you know, you? grin and bear Anyone? it? My mom would have seen it. It's the only, well, actually anybody in my family could have seen it. It's the only reason I didn't post that. And I was just like, oh, that's in really, really poor taste. So I just replied and said, "Bye, Henry and blocked him. So... <laughs> And then, of course, the other person that I blocked. So um, who, who texted my niece last night to, oh to find God. out if I was okay?
1: Not a good deal.
0: No, not at all.
1: Is your niece going to block her?
0: No, I'm not. I'm not involving anybody else in my life. She's a good person. She to just has, to move. She has. She has issues. And I have issues and we both need to work those issues out and not you have on each unit
1: full of issues
0: yes i do (laughs) (laughs) going back to 1963 um (laughs) 16 years before i was born um so i'm just like i'm not going to involve anybody else and i actually i actively tried not to involve anybody who didn't know her, or they did know her. The only people that I ever talked to about it were you and Courtney. And Mm -hmm. she, she involved everybody else. She took it upon herself to, you know, before things could even be, before we could even be in a relationship to run around telling the people in my life that we were so like that should have been the the start of like yeah no we can't do this like y- you can't do that so you know but it wasn't i let a lot of stuff go that i shouldn't have i'm sure she let a lot of stuff go that she shouldn't had it shouldn't have either so I, i'm not always a good person so it's really about 50 50.
1: nobody is always a good person 'Cause even even if their actions are good, their thoughts might not be. And there's no one's always a good person. I don't want I, I I hear you and I accept your statement, but I also want to say like I hope there's not some standard of person you think you should be at because that person does not exist. Yeah. You're right. That's all I'm say. Sure. what and so all to goals that. to better yourself, right? But make them make them a direction. And not an end point. Because the end point is false. But a direction is a good thing. Do I want to be more like Peter Parker? Sure. And do I want to be Spider-Man? Well that'd be stupid. So, so, <laughs> see what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. I often sit and think. At random times. How people who grew up on comic books. Have gone so wrong in life. And I think that might be it. <laughs> is that you forget that it's the direction. You're never going to be Batman. But maybe guns are bad and don't take them to Washington, D.C. You know?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Didn't you have some Vin Diesel jokes you wanted to unleash?
1: No, the joke was the text. So I I howled in the middle of my kitchen when I read that post. Um, Did I send you the post itself? No. Do you know? Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Okay, so the Fast Saga, as they call it now, is is about to end on a tenth movie and um, a two part tenth movie, if I understand correctly, which is technically eleven movies, but whatever. Um, and Vin Diesel, you know, he's had this running feud with The Rock since their last movie together. It's um, so baffling to me. It's Well, it's because their egos are huge. They both have riders in their contract where they can never be seen to lose a fight and then you put them to fight each other. (laughs) It doesn't make sense. (laughs) Um, And anyway, they don't like each other. It's been very public. They posted mean things to each other on Instagram. And so Vin Diesel puts this post out, which is just grammatically a mess and and it is him basically saying my kids think of you as family and blah 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 and like we can't end this saga without you and blah 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 you know I love you and all this stuff and it's just terrible grammar and terrible just awful like it's but it's essentially what it boils down to is like in high school if like a girl or boy was like You have to go to prom with me because we dated for three years. And I don't care if we broke up last month. You have to go to prom with me. But they did it at the lunch table in front of all your mutual friends. That's what it was like. But Vin Diesel is the scorned lover for sure. And The Rock is definitely the cool kid who's already getting laid with someone else. (laughs) (laughs) But immediately I started laughing. And Katie went, what is it? And I said – Katie, I'm so sorry to say that Vin Diesel no longer has friends or family. (laughs) She had no idea what was happening. But it was a highlight of my day reading all of that. And I would bet right now, unless they back up a whole dump truck full of money. I mean a whole ass dump truck full of money. The Rock ain't coming back for the finale.
0: Yeah, I, I wouldn't think so either. Although he apparently is on board for Hobbs and Shaw.
1: Because he doesn't have to be in it with Vin Diesel,
0: right? That's so, the whole
1: thing. He likes every the the kind of the scuttlebutt is that he likes everybody involved with those movies except for Vin Diesel.
0: Yeah, you can't have two massive egos like work. Like if they're not coming in there like unified, then it's never going to work. So yep, you know, it's a modern miracle. Stallone was able to get three expendable movies made.
1: <laughs> no kidding. So, so crazy. But you know, because you get Bruce Willis for a day to do Because yeah. <laughs> that's the whole thing is like half those people work for like less than three days to do, that- to do those movies. Um, but yeah, anyway. So no, I don't really have jokes. It just really amused me. And I like the idea of having a lot of jokes about it. I wish I had a written list, and I could have just dropped a bunch of one-liners on you.
0: <laughs> it just should be working. You're just writing out Vin Diesel jokes all day.
1: My boss messages me. You heard about the latest drama? And I'm like, Yeah, Vin Diesel. This.
0: Where <laughs> Jim comes back. And he's like, he sees Kelly. And he's like, "What's going on, Kelly?" And she's like, starts talking about Tom Cruise's baby and like Angelina and Brad broke up. And he's like, "So how are you?" She's like, "I just told you."
1: <laughs> oh man. Um, well, um, when do you want to do our first uh, Brian K. Pod?
0: Um, uh, we can. Weekends are not good for me at all right now. I imagine they're probably not good for you. Um, Yeah, no. Mondays are probably the best because usually I'm sleeping Sunday night, and I just have to take a a nap before I log in at 7 on Mondays. So, I mean, anytime um, Monday before 7 o'clock, I can make work.
1: Well, why don't we plan – let's plan for next Monday for us to do this again and we'll do an intro pod to the other one so we can sort of do a shorter one of these and then kind of play around with the uh, intro uh, to the other one and kind of get a game plan together how's that sound yeah that sounds good cool we'll consider that done and uh I'm gonna get ready to to take care of a few things the boy will be home from school soon and he wanted to make cupcakes so I gotta go get cupcakes
0: yeah, I owe him a spend-the-night party. You'll have to figure that out and let me know.
1: <laughs> okay, sounds good. Are you spending the night here? What's the deal? I don't know what this is. I don't remember.
0: I don't know. He just said, uh, Logan's going to spend the night, and we're going to play video games all day.
1: Oh, yeah, spending the night here then. So, okay, cool. Yeah, we'll figure that out.
0: Right. You know, whenever. Him and his plans. I mean, you know. It can happen when uh, Finn is five. That works.
1: <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> then you, I can really sleep because you can take care of them both. Yep. Both. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then you can be like, why that, did you keep
0: my kids up till four in the morning?
1: Might as well be 11 and be like, I don't want to hang out with anybody.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, my God.
0: That's how old it'll be. Teenagers, man. Yeah. It, I feel for you. I, maybe teenage boys are going to be different, but I cannot i cannot deal with the teenage girls man like i didn't like them when i was a teenager i don't like <laughs> them now that i'm 42 to them they're awful people i love them but they are awful people
1: this is a good note to end on i think <laughs> just all half of a generation just terrible awful people yeah, you
0: know. i don't think it's a generational thing i think all all teenagers
1: i just mean the teenage, teenage generation girls. i just meant like the teenagers oh the yeah boys. yeah no uh, no yeah. alpha talk to them, we'll
0: just when they turn 22 just be like okay so w- what have you been up to for the last like eight nine years like and just leave it at that
1: deal all right mean. <laughs> Well, this is, this is good. I'll talk to you. Well, I mean, I just know we'll talk before Monday, but we'll do this again next week. And, yeah, uh, thanks. I, I definitely needed it. No, it was good. I, I I very much enjoyed it. I'm glad we did it. And we'll do it again next week. And then we'll figure out Brian K. Pod, which I'm really excited about. Me too. I love the name.
0: I'm going to get Elizabeth <laughs> to make us a, a, a logo.
1: Awesome. I can't wait. Yeah. All right, man. Everybody have a better tomorrow, you two listeners out there. Bye everybody. Right. I'll talk to them, man. All right. Bye.